Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes. What you doing? Trying on glasses with Zenny's 3D Virtual Try-On. Wow, that's pretty cool. But those glasses kind of make you look like your Uncle Bob. Oh, not exactly the look I was going for. Um, okay, how about these clear glasses? Oh, or these round ones? Very on trend. I like both on you. You know, I also like these aviator sunglasses. Wait, are those the actual prices? I say get all of them. Seriously, why not, right? Oh, now I want new glasses. Zenni.com. Quality prescription glasses starting at $6.95. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> Let me go to the first page first before I do the introduction. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome back to this Muslim Girl Podcast. This is Noor. And today I have with me a special guest. Okay, so I say special every time and I'm not lying. There is a special guest every time. But this one's a little bit more special because she's one of my best friends. And you probably know her from a previous episode where we did a Q&A. Everyone, welcome Khulud. Hi everyone. So I invited Khulud over Um, to record this episode with me because I bought this book a few months ago. It's called Three Questions, 3,000 Questions About Me. I keep wanting to say three (laughs) questions. That would be a very short book. 3,000 Questions About Me. And I bought it when I was um, going to start traveling because I wanted to have something that that can keep me occupied while I was on long flights and long layovers. And I'm not someone who likes to read a lot. So I wanted something that would kind of take up time but also be in a way self-reflective and that's really what this book does. I highly recommend it. I got it from Barnes and Noble and so I thought it'd be really fun if she and I sat together and went through some of the questions, picked some of them out and basically had conversations about each one of those. So I hope you enjoy this episode and as always thank you for listening in. Okay question one, what crime would you like to investigate? Murder. Duh. (laughs) I would want to do murder but uh, why murder I, I feel like that's I don't know I am I, I I watch a lot of murder documentaries and podcasts so I've, I've always wanted to do murder investigation okay but that there's a difference between like listening to them and actually doing you really think you'd go in like yes look at a corpse and yes the pick all the evidence scene. I need yeah definitely are you serious Okay, no. I think... You do, do you not watch Forensic Files? No, I love those type of shows. Don't get me wrong. And I can watch it, but I think it it's a different thing if I'm going to have to go do it myself. And so I feel like, you know, I so I've been on jury duty before once. And I've always wanted to be... I was one of those people that always wanted to be on jury duty because I wanted to see what it was like. And the one I did, it was like a misdemeanor. It wasn't like anything serious which i kind of thought it would be cool if it was but i don't know about like actually going out and investigating something yeah you don't have to investigate as a um jury you're just like taking whatever yeah yeah yeah. no but i'm saying like that interests me but to go into actually investigating maybe like 
um like a missing person i think would be interesting just like not necessarily a missing body but a missing yeah yeah that would be cool i i really want to be in a jury um i had jury duty earlier this month but did you get selected no my my boss made me change it really he actually wanted me to cancel it but then i'm like i actually want to do this (laughs) so did you (laughs) No, I had to reschedule it because one of my coworkers was out. Oh, okay. And I can't, I couldn't really go. So instead of like you know canceling all of it, I was like, no, I actually want to do this. So I rescheduled it for April. So hopefully I get selected. Like every time I, like you know, I went to jury duty, I never be- picked <laughs> because the first time my name was wrong, so they had to cancel it. And then the second time they just never called me. Yeah, uh, but I've always wanted to. I feel be. like people complain about it, but I don't know. I'm one of those people that actually likes it. It's yeah, me weird. too. I've always wanted to be picked. Uh, yeah, and I want to do like a murder case. Mine was a three day trial. No, I mean, no, I think that would be cool to be on like yeah. a a pretty serious trial, but be showing all the evidence. No, that stuff's interesting. I'm just saying I don't want to go out into the actual crime scene and like investigate. I don't know if I could do. You that. know what? I I, sh- I should. I should not say that because I've never seen a dead body. Exactly. <laughs> no, I think the idea is but, seems cool, but yeah. to actually do it, I feel like you, it'd be very hard. Yeah, but I think I'd still be like, you know what? Why don't you go? Why don't you go shadow someone? Yeah. Give me your funniest answer. Why did the chicken cross the road? There was a vegan on the other oh side. Oh my god! <laughs> that's what I was just gonna say. Say one <laughs> The biggest were on the other side. I was. I just thought of it. I was like, I hope she doesn't say that because that's. What I'm <laughs> Great minds think alike. Did it? Okay. Okay. okay what's the next question? Uh, what do you have love hate relationship with? What do I have a love hate relationship with? Um. I think social media. Is definitely love hate relationship with me. It's and it's not like. It's either I, there's times where I really love it and there's just times where I really hate it and I just don't want it. So that probably would be my answer. For me, it's definitely food. No, I love food. I don't think I've ever hated food. No, I I love it. Like, especially rice. I love rice. But if I'm trying to, like, watch what I'm eating, it's so hard to not eat it. Especially, like, that's what my mom cooks almost every day. Yeah, carbs are life. I love yeah. rice. And I eat it. Even if I'm quote-unquote on a diet, I just eat less of it. But I, you're I, Yemeni. I, I Do you can, know what portion control yeah, is? I cannot. No. Not with the rice. Not with Kepsa and Zerbian. And... <laughs> Wait, what's Kepsa? So people know. Cause... Oh, okay. So Zerbian, pretty much, I think they're pretty much the same. It's rice and meat. Um, kind of similar to biryani. Mm-hmm. But, it's but different version. flavors, yeah. yeah. The Yemeni has All good, though. Flavor. Yeah, it's so delicious. And then when my mom cooks that, especially if she makes it with lamb. You're going to eat it. Yeah. There's no way of There's not. no way of to not. Like, it's not just going to be, like, one portion. It's going to be. It's going to be double, triple. You're eating for. Yeah. See, and, no, you got you to gotta learn how to, <laughs> how to control hey, your if portions. It's, if it's, like, early in the day, if she makes it on a weekend, I won't feel bad because we'd eat a little early. But if it's, like, a weekday, I come home. So, like, after work, I'll go straight to the gym, and then I'll be home by by 7. 
and that's when I would eat it. See, I don't know that's, if that's a good thing or a bad thing that you're offsetting it. Like you went to the gym so you can have your kipsa or exactly. That's how I think. That's, no, that's that's what it comes to. Like when I when I see the rice, I'm like, I just worked out. I can eat this, but no, I shouldn't. I shouldn't, yeah. I shouldn't think that well, way. Well, I guess it depends on your goal, right? So if you're trying to lose weight or, like, you're you're trying to cut, then you shouldn't be eating it. But if you're trying to gain weight, yeah, you can work out and eat those carbs, right? And what's your goal? My goal is to cut rice <laughs> out. <laughs> to, to have a strong will to do it. But. I just, I, I think, you know when people ask you, um, and this isn't from the book, but if you could have one superpower, what would it be? And I don't know if this is a superpower, but for me, it's not like I want to fly or be invisible. I just want to eat whatever I want and not have to worry about gaining weight or like the, you know, the side effects of that it's going to have on my health. Like the fact that, you know, I don't want any chronic mm-hmm. illnesses, but if I could eat everything and anything and it be okay and it has no effect on me, that would be the best. I, li- I think I'd be happy my whole life but uh yeah yeah because food is the most comforting thing when you're sad and if i could eat it and not feel guilty afterward afterwards for me like it would be specifically like ice cream see i'm not an ice cream person i love ice cream no and even though i've tried really good vegan non-dairy ice creams i just i'm a cookie person give me a nice warm chocolate chip cookie i don't like cookies (gasps) yeah i'm not a big cookie person can we make cookies after this (laughs) Next question. What word or phrase do you say too much? There are a few out of phrases that I say. Oh my god, I feel like much. I could answer this for you. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. There's one thing that you say a lot. Or you used to at least when when we used to spend more time together, but I won't say it. You say first and then I'll tell you if you don't. Okay, there's it. a few. But one that I've been saying a lot Okay. Uh is Mm-hmm. Right? And that translates to only mock a person who prays and fasts. So I don't know if that would make sense to you guys, but... Explain it a little. Like, what does it mean? So it means that, you know, whatever you mock or whoever you mock or the action that you mock, you're going to end up in a situation where you have to do the same thing that you just mocked. So just mock a person who fasts and prays because... If you do that, you'll become like them and fast and pray. Oh, okay. I actually, for the first time, understood really? what that meant. Yeah. No, I knew what the. I knew that it meant something like, you know, just don't make fun of other people or judge other people. Yeah. You know the the saying like, uh, don't don't throw rocks. If your house is made, made of glass. glass, yeah. Yeah. So I think this is. I love this saying, and I always say it, even to my mom sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, she t- she's the one. She's like, this. my mom knows a whole lot of phrases. One time I sat down with her, I had her like list me all the phrases that she knows, the Yemeni phrases. And mm-hmm. I like wrote a bunch of them. Maybe I should turn them into a book. Maybe. <laughs> so another phrase that I actually like is, which I used to say a lot in college. <laughs> which basically translates to... <laughs> well, what does it translate to? That... God only ties down monsters. Sorry, my neighbors are having a party and there's loud Mexican music going on, so I don't know mm-hmm. if it's going to be picked up in the background. It's fine if it does. It'll be like, nice. you know how like some podcasts have like background music playing? Yeah. This will be ours. 
No, this is a chill episode, so we can have any type of... If you hear my mom yelling later from downstairs, probably because she thinks I haven't fed you enough, then that makes it to the podcast as well. <laughs> um, what do I say? I mean, what word do I say a lot? I say, I say like a lot, and it's been such a struggle for me to not continuously say it, and I'm trying to be more aware of it and like not say it. I just said it. Uh, okay, this one I thought was funny just because uh, we can, when we read it, it was like interesting because we could actually relate to it. But would you try to eat vegan for a week or longer? Obviously, I've been plant based for three and a half years, although I incorporated eggs into my diet a few months ago, but for the most part, I'm plant based. So that answers that. But you, I have done it for a week, like. A little after you started, just to support you. I know. And I really enjoyed it. I felt like it made me more creative in the kitchen. Like, I would look at some recipes that I want to recreate as vegan. And it was really fun. And I do it every now and then. I would make, like, a vegan dish. But do you think that, like, when you do it, is it just out of creativity or is it, like, a health kick, too? No, I I feel like it's super clean to eat. Yeah. It feels good. Yeah, Definitely. I think that's what's kept me on it, honestly, is just it's made me feel good. So people ask if it's easy or if has it been hard, and it's like, I don't know, just when something feels good, you, you why would you want to go back to... Yeah, and honestly, like right now, I do try to watch what I'm eating. Like if I eat like meat at lunch, I'll try not to do meat in, like for dinner. So, so like, I, you, you're I am, more I am conscious. More aware. Yes, I'm more aware of what I'm eating. Yeah, I think also just to add, for me, I prior to going plant-based, I had an unhealthy relationship with food. I struggled with the way that I looked and the way that food made me feel. And so I was really, um, I was limiting what I was able to eat, not just in terms of what, but also my portions. I think it was like, I just always felt very unhappy and unsatiated and it just caused a lot of issues and so when I made the switch to plant-based which was a big change because I went from eating yeah of course like I cut down on meat uh, animal products but my I wasn't having to be aware or think so much about the portion sizes just because a lot of plant-based foods are not as calorie dense as like meat um, and animal products so it was like a different type of experience, but it just, it stuck with me better. And I think it helped address that issue that I was having. And so that's pretty much what's helped me stay consistent with it. And I recently started adding eggs because my doctor said I need more protein. And so I listened to my doctor and I added eggs to my diet. How do you like it? Um, It's been good. It's helped me with the issues that I was having. So I actually want to do a separate podcast on this sometime in the future because I have been dealing with some hair issues and or hair loss issues and I actually asked some ladies on Instagram about if they've ever experienced with hair issues because of wearing the hijab and obviously there's other reasons for other than the hijab but your hair is made of protein and so in order for me to reach the goal that I was working towards with my hair with my doctor it's like I had to increase the protein that I was eating because 
even if I was eating enough on a plant-based diet for a normal person because I was dealing with the hair loss issues I had to increase it and so she was pushing me towards going pescatarian so adding fish as well but I didn't feel like I was there yet and I really wanted to just see if I could do it using plant-based protein shakes and then also eggs and I think I'm in a I think I'm in a good place right now but we'll see how it works out okay the next question is kind of I don't know, you, you might have to put some thought into it, or at least I think I will. What scares you the most about getting older? Losing my parents. Oh, no. <laughs> have you seen, did you see that? I, I saw your sister tweet it, or what? retweet it the other day. It was like, um, it was like a graph of your relationship with... Your parents? Your parents, your dog, your siblings, your... Mm-hmm. Your college best friend your childhood best friend and the looking at the parents graph made me really sad why it was like it was like okay so it's two lines and then like when the lines get closer it's like your relationship is close when the lines are further apart your relationship is like distant. you know distant and it shows you like you know you're close during your childhood your teenage years is like not as close and then like it goes for a while, and then your line continues, and your parents' line stops. ends. Stops. Because that yeah. means that they die? Yeah. Oh, that's sad. And that made me so sad. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to cry looking at it. It's, I think, a reality we don't grasp sometimes. Like, I don't know. You just... Well, I mean, you, you don't know. You, you could be... There's a lot of people who are really old, and they die and their parents are still alive that's a that's a sad thought i don't want to think about that when i think about getting older i mean obviously like i cherish the time i have with my parents but i don't want to think that yeah just uh honestly like when i saw that it just like made me think about it because i I really don't think about it much i think for me it's kids like having kids and raising them because I think there's some positive and negatives to having kids when you're older and so like we're both 20e and don't have kids and you know I think sometimes about like how many kids do I want at what age am I going to have kids and like how old are they going to be when they're graduating high school and so I think about how I want my health to be like I want to be an active mother who you know is still able to keep up with you know her teenage kids and or you know, an active grandmother when I have, inshallah, when my kids have kids. And I don't want to be someone who, you know, is sick or not physically fit, which is kind of why I think I'm so motivated at this age to be, like, really active and healthy. But, yeah, I think about, like, my lineage, my kids and stuff. And that kind of, I don't know, it scares me sometimes. Do you want to ask the, the next one? What do you think most people take for granted? Ooh. Why are you smiling? It's. I feel like it's related to... Your parents? Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Then just continue off of that. Well, not just my parents. I would say, like, my, my family in general. Um, like spending time with them? Yeah. Like, sometimes, like, after work, I do not want to see anyone. I just, like, take a shower or, you know, after the gym, I'm so tired to take a shower and I just want to be in yeah. my bed. Yeah. And that's Elsie, my nephew. He'd come and spend like some time with me in my room, but I, I just don't want to hang out in the living room. I just want to relax. And 
some 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 weeks that's all I want to do all week and it bothers me that I do that <laughs> cuz I'm like this time I could spend with my family but you know one thing I I do which I kind of like that I do like if I do hang out with my family I keep my phone in my room and yes, I, I know this them. because whenever I have my episodes <laughs> where I call Khalud because she's the person I go to, I'm like, she's not answering her phone. It's in her room. She's, yeah, I, she's I leave it in there. my room and my, my phone is usually on silent because I just come like, you know, at work, it's on silent and I just forget to like, you know. Oh, my God. You're like my sister it. Hannah and I am on her ass about that all the time. Yeah. I'm like, you need I to. A lot of calls you <laughs> have to. No, but it, honestly, like that's something that is really important. You need to take your phone off of silent because if there's an emergency, someone needs to be able to reach you. And I tell her okay, that all mama. the time. Okay, mama. Yeah. But yeah, like if I do spend <laughs> like time with my family, like I, I do, I'm not on my phone, which I like about myself. Oh, I that's guess. a great thing to like, do. It'll stay in my room. I, I'm not really like that. I mean, I try to be, but my family can tell you that. It's not, I don't know. I just, it's like a habit. It's always there with me. And if I don't have it, I kind of, like, I'm looking for it. But sometimes I'll leave it upstairs and I'll be downstairs and it feels good because I feel like, oh, I don't have to check it. Yeah. You know? You feel free. I don't know. It's a weird feeling. Yeah, it, it, feels, it feels really good. Um, yeah. That's a really good one. I think for, I would answer that question with health. And I don't mean about, like, obviously, like, being in good health, but sometimes it's even, like, the things that we don't recognize that we have, mm-hmm. like, good eyesight or good hearing or let me tell you i don't get sick pretty often alhamdulillah i have a good immune system but one thing i do deal with is pms and once a month (laughs) i get really sick not like really sick but like you know you get cramps and i have you know low tolerance for pain and i usually never take medication for really anything like i can manage being a little sick if I need to, but when it comes to cramps, like I will pop pills, give me something. I need to get rid of that pain. And in those times where I'm really in, in a lot of pain to the point where like I can't function, whether like I can't walk or I can't think if I'm, you know, at work or doing something, I think about my God, how, how useful I would be <laughs> if I wasn't in this state. Like all the things that I could be doing, I go my whole, you know, for however long during the month being fine. Mm -hmm. And then that thing hits you and then you're just like, oh my God, like this is the worst thing ever. Okay, question. Can you coworkers tell when you're on your period by the way you look or by the way you're acting? Um, I don't know, maybe, but I mean, I probably say it because if I don't feel good, I'm going to say like, oh, I just, I'm not feeling good. And if someone says, are you okay? I'm like, I'm PMSing or... Gloria just, always knows. Really? <laughs> yes. Because I'm not smiling. I'm not friendly. <laughs> <laughs> my boss comes and talks to me. Like, my boss is a guy. Of course, he's not going to know. But he talks there, and I'm not cracking a smile to him. And she knows. She knows how my She's like, is. oh, it's that time. Yeah. yeah, but, like, you know, when you do get hit with something, an illness, or maybe you break a leg or a bone somewhere when you do obviously then you're gonna remember and recognize the health that you had and like just even not dealing with pain but yeah I feel like health is definitely something that we take for granted and mm-hmm. especially like looking at older generations yeah like Yemeni women a lot of Yemeni women like once they hit like 60s 
they they come like they have all kinds of illnesses like diabetes, high blood pressure, pressure uh-huh. cholesterol, a lot of chronic illnesses. So, you know, my grandma has everything. Allah Allah. Everything. Yeah. And she she doesn't she like she she has no energy to just go out and walk. Like, let's go for a walk, grandma. No, I I'm sick. Yeah. When you're young and your body is able to deal with everything that you're it's putting, you know, you're putting it through, it's like there's not really an incentive to be healthy or be mm-hmm. active. And so most people are once they go to the doctor and the doctor is like, oh, you know, you're pre-diabetic or, oh, your cholesterol is really high mm-hmm. or some whatever it is. When you get the bad news, that's when you want to change. And by that time, to be honest, it's really hard. Yes. And, and- I feel like when you do try to go into it, you feel very, very down because you have this bad news. I don't know. I think for me... What's made it easy is I decided to do it before anything bad happened. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense, but I but feel when like you're still young and you have the energy. You're taking advantage of. Yeah, but also if I do it at once, someone tells me something is wrong mm-hmm. with me, I'm gonna be scared because I'm gonna feel like every time I don't meet a goal or something, like I'm, you know, ruined because I'm gonna be this way or I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna be a diabetic or whatever it is. But like yeah. at least here, like I have some room for flexibility. Because yeah. I'm still healthy. Like, all their food is carbs. All of it. Yeah. And sem, which is clarified butter. Or ghee, right? Yeah. Is it ghee? Yeah. I want to say, like, you know, they're kind of forced to cook these things on a daily basis. Well, they don't have the choice to yeah, shop. And the, yeah. It's not even just to shop, but also what's available to them in those small villages is the wheat. Yeah. And the meat and the rice. And then, what, it's like khosar, which is like that's their their vegetable which is like the it's either like Leak. long yeah it's like leeks or romaine lettuce and they eat it whole not like cut up in a salad no. or anything um but yeah like we we have access to so much now granted whether it's expensive yeah. or not but like you have options and we we live in we a can do time. our own grocery shopping yeah we live in a different they, time they didn't do that it was everything so was like, brought to them and to bring this full circle like there's no excuse for someone to be healthy yes and this, if at you're this yeah, this age, time, yeah yes, like yeah. if you're unhealthy that's kind of your yeah. issue i i think that no matter what there's a way around it i mean maybe there's exceptions but no there's ways around it next question who would you call their biggest cheerleader who would you call their big... Wait, why do I have to say this a few times to understand it? Am I dumb? Who would you call their biggest cheerleader? Oh, like, who would you say you're someone else's biggest cheerleader? You. you. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to sound really cheesy, but in order to not sound cheesy but also be truthful, I'll say it like this. Obviously, Khulud. Yes, that's my answer. But I, I'm, I'm blessed enough to say Khulud and my friends, my other friends, my other best friends, like Zaina and Anissa and Basma and my sisters, obviously, and, like, my family. Like, I have a group of people. But I think you and I have just known each other probably, other than, like, Zaina, but the longest in our group of friends. Known about everything that we've ever wanted to do in life, everything that we've dreamed about and talked about since we started college and the stupid things that we tried and did (laughs) and thought would be cool and we were there for each other 
Let me tell you, Nude is my biggest cheerleader. Mm-hmm. I don't have I don't have a lot going on with me, but <laughs> I can tell you that she always like always hypes me up. I am a hype woman. Yeah, yeah. like I I I can be really not confident in myself sometimes and this girl would think I'm the best one who does whatever I'm doing. But there are a lot of things that you are the best one in what you're doing. Uh, See? There there she is. (laughs) She is again. (laughs) But it's true. Look, as 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 much as we cheer each other on, we're also very honest with each other about certain things. Like, if I ask you sometimes, does this look a, a certain way or is this weird? Or you tell me, when we talk about certain things and you, uh, in like we share. Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes. Our experiences and I'm like, no, Khalid. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, but no. Like, she we're does, very honest She does, as well. like, give me the reality cup. Yeah, um, which is, I think, the best way to have it. Like, you can't always... You can't always tell people what they want to hear. I'm just very yeah. honest, but I want to see you at your fullest potential. She's definitely... And you need to push sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone needs to push sometimes. And so, having those people in your life is a blessing. I appreciate you so I much. I appreciate you, too. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a little break and have a hugging session. We'll be right back. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what do you want to do when you retire? I want to travel because for me thing that I'm really excited about and that I really want to do is travel and I think right now I have to wait for certain times of the year where my work is light and I can take a few weeks off to travel and I also have to obviously like save up for it and just logistically speaking like I can't just get up and leave at any point in time would I like to yes and then down the line I'm thinking like okay I'm gonna have kids inshallah and like you can obviously travel with kids and that's great but I think when you're retired, you're not working, you're not having to wait on any type of schedule or like to accrue any type of vacation time. And, you know, hopefully your kids are older than at that age and it's just you and your partner. There's different types of traveling that I want to do. Like, I think it's really cool to get on a trailer. Is it a trailer? What are they called? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a trailer. And Like an RV. Yeah, like an RV and just go like to different because I love hiking, you love hiking too, but like being outdoors and and being able to be mobile and not have to worry so much about hotels, like don't get me wrong, I I like staying in hotels and in cities, but to be able to go to different landmarks and um, national parks and have like the comfort of like a home, that would be really cool. I sound like such a such a stereotypical American retired person, (laughs) but I also want to travel like overseas. I feel like Today, when you travel, it's sometimes for, let's just say, a week, and then you're trying to experience these things that you're going on Google and searching what do you do in the city and, like, where are the places to eat and stuff. But, like, if I was retired, I think I'd want to go and actually live and submerse myself into those areas in a way that I wouldn't maybe do now. I wish I could do it right now, but I think when I retire, it's going to be more ideal. What about you? 
I actually want to do my travel when I'm still young. Most of no, I want to travel too, yeah. but I feel like when you retire is when you can like. Yeah, yeah. Like, look, unless you marry someone who has a lot of money, or you are gonna fall upon a lot of money or make a lot of money. It's not going to happen or like that. Or just be smart at managing your time and money. No, yeah, you yeah. can. But hold it. What's the most you can take off in a year at your work? I don't mind two weeks of vacation. Exactly. But yeah. and, and you will get to, but and not, you will get to travel. It's you, not only like... You went to Malaysia the year before. You went to Egypt last year. I, I got to go to the Middle East last year. But we were we, we had limitations. My thing is, is when I retire, I don't want to have limitations. But traveling is not only just overseas. There's so much here that you yeah, can of see course. just... By a car it's, ride. it's the limitations that I have an issue with. And when I retire, I can't wait to be able to do it without limitations. Again, unless I fall upon a lot of wealth where I don't have to work and be limited to a job and an income. Yeah. Then... But I, I still, I think I, I still don't want to do much traveling when I'm older. I mean, I still want to do it, but I want to do most of it when I'm young. So and... what do you look forward to then? Uh, I, Being around family. I feel like when you're older... You just want to be, like, I see my grandparents, like, they're in Malaysia right now by themselves, and all they want in life is, like, to be with us right now. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Arabs want to be with their grandkids and children. Yeah, so, inshallah. And, like, there's this guy, I don't know if he's retired or not, but I always see him in our neighborhood, like, in the morning, like, when I'm driving to the gym or, or, like, at 7 in the morning, I'll see him in the street, like, picking up. Like, cleaning the street. Yeah. He has, like, the stick and his bag, and, like, he's cleaning. I'm like, that's such a good workout, like, morning workout, yeah. and you're cleaning. I was like, goals. Oh, I, I, I want to be wait, like wait. that. Can I say something? <laughs> yes. You told me that you want to travel while you're still young, and you don't want to do it when you're older. Well, I want to do that now while I'm younger and not when I'm older. <laughs> we can do both. Yeah, okay. we can. We can travel and clean the environment <laughs> yeah. at the same time because I, I've been trying to be more it, aware just of like, that. I think like with, with like if I travel and I'm older, I, I don't know. I'm not old, so I can't tell, but I think it would be like more relaxing. It would be like the things I would want to do is more of a relaxation yeah. type. But when you're younger, like you want to just be out there, adventure, and you have all the energy to do everything. Yeah, yeah. I think it'll be different, and I'm hoping that when I am retired, I'm not necessarily experiencing things for the first time, but maybe I get to experience things in a different way. So, like, if I was able to go to, like, let's say South Africa, like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna go to South Africa for a week. I'm gonna get to experience, you know, the city and some of the uh, rural areas and whatever. Yeah, it's gonna be very fast paced, and everything is like me searching online where's the best places to go. But when I'm retired, I can go there for like a month. And, like, get a condo and, like, actually live there. That's the difference. I think, I think, um, I know myself where it would be, like, if I'm older, I'd be like, oh, no, I don't want to do this. Really? I don't think I'm going to be so, like that. <laughs> I'm going to be the complete opposite. I'll be like, no, it's okay. Well, at least now I know we're not doing that together. <laughs> God, I hope my husband's still alive when I'm old, too, so that. I have him, or else I'm going to be doing I'll this be like, alone. like, hey, let's just go chill at the beach. We don't Here in California. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what is the most important thing you can do to improve yourself? I guess we can answer this in a way where it's, it's like speaking to someone. What is the most important thing you can do to improve yourself? 
I can answer it in a way where I'm kind of speaking to myself and to a public. Time management. <laughs> That's a good one. That's always important, right? Yeah. I. Are you good at that? I'm not. I'm not. Sometimes. Have, have sometimes, you always been like this? Time. I have it always been like that. Yes, I think I have always been that way. I'm really bad. Bad with time management. How do you improve that? Lists. Whenever I do lists, I I do pretty good. So that means you're a visual person. So you like to see what you have to do. Yes. So that way you can check a box and you know. Yeah. That's good. But I don't always do it. <laughs> so you're bad at time management and you're lazy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Got it. I think the most important thing you can do to improve yourself is actually self-reflect. Which in turn, I think, would lead to the type of things that you're identifying within yourself, which is like you're bad at time management. But for me, I think different times in life, we go through different things, things that hurt us, experiences with people, experiences at work, or um, insecurities and just personal struggles that we have within ourselves. And each time we go through that, I think it's good to reflect during but also more importantly i think after like what did you learn from that experience and what does that say about you i try to be as honest as i can with myself and understand that i have like toxic traits and i am could be sometimes you know everyone has something negative about them and so i think when you can identify with those and you don't have pride or like an ego then you can always improve yourself because you'll always identify and recognize those little things like you're bad at time management or, um, you know, maybe you're insensitive to the way that people uh, feel when they speak to you or you're a bad listener, certain traits that you might have. And so those things will always help you improve who you are. And I think in return will help improve life in general because it'll build better relationships with people and with yourself and build your confidence and etc. I think there's like a there's a snowball effect when it comes to that. But yeah, definitely like just self-reflecting and being aware of who you are. Yeah, that's definitely not easy. Especially no. if you're a very stubborn person. Hmm, Khalid, are you stubborn? <laughs> no. Am I? Let's ask people who know you. That's my parents. <laughs> tell you. <laughs> See, I'm not a stubborn person. At least I don't. Do you think I'm stubborn? Uh, be honest because this is could be a self-reflecting moment i don't think think i'm stubborn but you can tell me i'm pretty flexible you are but also like i don't i don't think it's stubbornness but like if you have an idea i do it you do it and you you like bring out all the reasons why you should do it or why you have to do it in a way of like even the other person is opposing you you kind of pull them to your side i convince them yeah, so I don't think it's stubbornness. Yeah. It's just knowing your shit, I guess. Yeah, that's, it does help, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, stubbornness? No comment? No comment. <laughs> okay, next question. What do you consider unforgivable? Ooh. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Unforgivable. I mean... Can we just not mention the things that are obvious, like killing someone or like hurting someone or raping someone or like those kind of things? Yeah. I think being unfaithful is pretty unforgivable. Exactly what I was going to answer. I mean, alhamdulillah, like we, we haven't experienced that, but I've met people who have 
and it just it ruins them really yeah it's crazy because sometimes from the outside looking in you might feel like I would never stay with that person or I would never Mm -hmm. forgive them but it happens I mean not to bring up you know tabloid pop culture but like what's happened with Khloe Kardashian oh yeah he he cheated on her already before and then now he does it with someone who's even closer to the family like and she took him back you know the first time and I don't know what it's like I mean I I think I would like to say that I would never ever forgive someone for that whether I have had a kid with them or not but I've also just never been in that situation and you find actually a lot of women with kids with kids stay yeah. with the yeah, men. I don't know I, I'm pretty sure the situation would be different if there's no kids in the picture but there's kids honestly my take is is and again obviously every situation is different but I'd rather my kid grow up between two households than to try to force something like if someone's unfaithful that already speaks a lot and I know myself, I'm You're someone never who gonna believe that person I will ever never again. trust them. And I never want to yes. be in a relationship with someone that I do not trust. Because relationship is all based on trust. So exactly. that's gone. Then what they're left. And, I, and, 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 and I, hold it, I know myself. I, if I do not trust someone, girl, yeah, it's not going anywhere. Boy, bye. Um, no, like with Chloe. I don't, I'm not a Kardashian fan, guys. No, she's not. Just I'm, to, just to, I'm the social media person. But I know media. all of this because of Twitter. <laughs> I'm the I'm the reality TV person. She is not. Um, but yeah, dude, she's she's not financially dependent on him. No. Yeah. She's more successful than no one knew who he was before. So other than her daughter, which she can raise beautifully herself. Yeah. I don't see any reason, but there are women... That are no. so dependent on the man. They are so dependent on the man. And that's another reason why so it's so hard for them. They probably would want to leave, but actually mm-hmm. can't because of financial reasons or maybe cultural pressures. or. But also, like, I think of, I think of it as, like, you're in the U.S. And you have your own family. You're never going to be left alone. Mm-hmm. Like, especially, like, with Asada, we're very... Especially with your with our, with our the daughters... Family, like, if, if she's going to be divorced, like, the family is going to take good care of her and her kids. Well, Depending. most fa- yeah, most families, I would say. I, I don't know about. I don't know. I think it's just tricky because even if you feel like your family may or may not, it's the idea of being a burden and, like, do you want to start back living? We know as women what it's like to live at home with your parents and the type of restrictions that you have. And then to go and be independent and have your own home, in a sense, it's kind of hard to go back to that with your kids. But so you I think nece- some of them choose to, to stay yeah, in that but relationship. It, it, you don't necessarily need to go back with your parents. You can have your own place. Girl, not everyone has that choice, though. I mean, yeah, people, maybe now it's more, it's easier and stuff. But some girls don't. And we see that. So, like I said, I don't know. I've never, and I hope to never be put in that situation. I know that for me, being unfaithful is a red line. And... But that's me speaking from, like, where I am right now. I think it's obviously different when you have history with someone and, like, you have kids and stuff. Yeah, but, like, with... I just know that that relationship will never be the same. It'll never. Ever. Ever. Just kidding. Okay, this was was a sad question. (laughs) You 
talked about your parents dying and that this is a sad question. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next question. Um, what is a question that people ask you that you hate? <laughs> I already know my I know my my answer to so this. So someone at a party asked me, like that was the first thing they asked me. Wait, but has anyone asked you this before? But other than this, this is like a reoccurring question, like things that people ask you that oh. you hate. You know what I mean? I mean, they do ask me similar questions. I don't know if I don't know if it bothers me as much when people ask me like, "Are you married or not?" It doesn't bother me. Girl, but what? Does it bother you? It annoys it. Crap. <laughs> okay, no. So, but when so you're tired of it, when so. you're already assuming, like, someone asked me how many kids do you have. <laughs> Like, they're already, like, assumed you were assuming. Yeah, because you're old. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. I think, I think. Are you married? <laughs> it does bother me, but it's like, no, no, no. This is what bothers me. Why are you not married yet? Oh. Not if you're married or not. Okay. Why are you not married yet? That's a good yet? clarification. Yes. Why are you not married yet? Hold like, it. hey. My next question. Uh-huh. Why are you not married yet? I'm not gonna say there's nobody good enough, but something, <laughs> something, something like that. No, I no, think I'm what it kidding. is is I think people don't know that they're crossing a line sometimes when they. It's not what you ask; it's how you ask it. And so I think you're right. It's not asking, "Are you married?" Because that's a curious question, mm-hmm. and that's that's fine. But it's asking why. I think that's personal and that's where people shouldn't ask. Like if you don't if you're not close with the person, mm-hmm. you don't ask a person why they're not pregnant, why they're not married, why they are a certain way. That's just rude. Also also when people get like really personal, like I've had some people ask me like why I said no to a certain proposal. And in my head I'm like, how the hell do you even know? Everyone knows everything. Well, yeah, that that really bothers me because it like posted on Facebook. Huh? I'm just kidding. <laughs> what am i supposed to tell first of all this person is not related to you i'm not related to you like it's none of your business it's none of your business i don't know do people think you're just gonna pour your heart out and tell them like your life story and why at this age you haven't found someone i think at this age we know who we are who we are and what the type of person that can tolerate us. <laughs> Do you remember that that post I sent you on Honest Couple? The one with Elizabeth Warren? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what it reminded me of. I it's just... too late for us, guys. Too late. <laughs> uh, I wish I could, like, visually put something up to show you this meme. But it was hilarious. But um, you know what? You should follow Honest Couple on Instagram because that's the funniest Instagram page ever. If you ever. go to it, okay, pause this. Well, don't pause this podcast, but, like, Go to uh, Instagram, go to Honest Couple, and then search through their um, photos and posts and look for the one that has a picture of Elizabeth Warren and her husband. If you don't know who Elizabeth <laughs> Warren is, Google her first <laughs> so you know what she looks like, but she's running for president. <laughs> and it's just, it's a really funny um, caption, and that's kind of like what we're talking about. But uh, yeah, to answer the question, I agree. It's why haven't you got married? And I think it's also annoying when I see people ask women who are married, why haven't you had kids? Or, like, they'll ask why you don't have boys. Like, that's not even... Anyways. It, it, that question altogether is tied with Allah's 
will mostly yeah. so it all of that is honestly you know like, i don't have a, i don't have an answer for it ask allah why don't you pray dua for me be like hey god why is it married <laughs> send her someone who will be good enough be good enough <laughs> <laughs> I, you know pray for me don't don't ask me okay there she gets feisty you're not nervous anymore <laughs> When you look into the mirror, what's the first word that comes to mind? I literally have a mirror right to the left of me, my closet. So if you want to look, or do you know? She's looking. Damn. She's pulling her hair back. What's the first thing? Well, can I say this? The mirror in my room is out. Like right now, I have no mirror in my room. Okay. No mirror. Yeah, yeah, I saw. Okay. I noticed that last time I was there. So I'll have to go to the restroom if I want to look at myself. And I like looking at myself up close to see all my pimples and pop them. <laughs> She's a pimple popper. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I do. Um, I swear, like... Like, you, I, you, you purposefully get close so you can find a pimple to pop? Yes. Is that why you have so many acne scars? <laughs> I'm joking. Your skin actually looks really good. Actually, there is there is a scar here that I've had since before I left to Egypt, and it's still there. And you popped it. I'm waiting for it to be gone. But it'll, Do not oh, pop wait. your pimples, even though it's hard because guys it do it. Hard. It's so satisfying. No. We're doing ASMR right now. ASMR. ASMR. No. Um, I think for me, the only time I would ever mess with something on my face is if it hurts, like, and it it just needs to go. But I try not to. Um, mine is kind of related to that. I look at skin. I don't know. I'm always trying to improve my skin and like skin is really important to me. And I like natural looking like healthy skin. Like I'd rather wear no makeup and, and take care of my skin than to put on makeup. I like makeup, but I'm always trying to identify like what needs to be worked on this week. Like are my pores clogged? Do I need to do a detox and like put a mask on? Is my skin not hydrated? Do I need to do that? Like are my bags really dark? Do I need to like get off my phone before I go to sleep and you know make sure I'm getting all the hours of sleep and drink more water? Like I'm always I I examine my face and from that I can tell like what I've been doing to my body that week and try to make it better. That and just mashallah, you know, got a big forehead, got a big nose. They're kind of the first thing. So do you. All the good stuff. All the good stuff. <laughs> okay, um, really quick. Some some, some quick questions to end it off. Um, what is the most, uh, what is your greatest extravagance or like, what is the bit, like most expensive thing you've ever bought? Me, it's my car. My car? Yeah, same. Yeah, I'm not... Um, I don't think I would spend it over over fifty dollars on anything, except for like my hiking shoes. They were kind of expensive, but see, oh man, I feel like I'm gonna go on a tangent with this, but let's just do it because if I edit it out, then it's not gonna make it in there. I've been trying to become more sustainable when it comes to buying clothes, and so I started learning a lot about like fast fashion and like the materials, the synthetic materials that a lot of those clothes are made with that are cheap and how they get into the water system because when we wash them they deteriorate mm. but also we throw those out at a faster rate because they don't last long and what that does to the environment and like it goes into the water and into the fish that you eat i do not but anyways this like whole thing right and i'm and i'm wondering like okay isn't it smarter than for me to invest into like nicer 
a little bit more expensive. I mean, I'm not going high end, but like just high quality, like cotton and wool material mm-hmm. that is going to last longer for me than like the cheap stuff that you buy for like a one-time event because honestly sometimes on your day-to-day basis like I could say throughout the week I can wear pretty much the same pieces over and over for that month like you know you have your staple it's winter time so like your turtlenecks and your sweaters and your coats you're kind of wearing those over and just kind of switching them out in like your jeans if I had like six seven pairs of jeans that were really good jeans I don't need you know different types of jeans but anyways that's what is the quality you most like in a man qualities in a man someone who's empathetic and (laughs) considerate (laughs) yeah those are good ones yeah um for me i think it's i don't know obviously there's like multiple things and i want to find a word that encompasses more than one thing because uh I have a lot of things that are like pretty much at the same level, but I think openness, not in the mm-hmm. sense of like being modern or liberal, no, because I'm not even necessarily liberal uh, when it comes to everything, but openness in the sense of like when you say someone who you can tell say something and they understand where you're coming mm-hmm. from, like someone who's not closed off, who can hear something and like and not judge it, you based yeah, off of it, but not yeah. just judge you, but like not immediately take their own Mm -hmm. bias or their own perception of what you just said and run with it like someone who's going to be like hold up wait let me let me hear that again let me try to understand what you're saying like they're open to Mm -hmm. understanding you because when you enter a relationship like you are someone who has a completely different upbringing a completely different environment than they are even if you're of the same culture of the same religion it's you still have different upbringings you have different experiences in life you're not going to understand everything that that person says or does. And for me, I just feel like I need someone who's going to try to understand. You don't have to understand. Yeah. But try. Like, if I feel like you're putting an effort to be like, but wait, why are you saying this? Or why are you doing this? You know, maybe there's something that I went through or a way that I was grew up or the way I was conditioned to believe in something or to do something and this is why I am the way that I am and I feel like it shows a sense of I think it shows that 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 person cares for you mm-hmm. when they want to know because if someone doesn't care for you they, they why would they put the effort and time because it, it takes effort and time to to kind of unravel someone like that and if someone cares enough then I think that they would do that and I think that's a sign and that's something that is a quality that I look for definitely one last question. What is a quality that you most like in a woman? Like in a friend or just a woman that you surround yourself with? Someone who gives you real advice. So someone who's real? Yes. Good. Yep. Uh, so I already answered this one. It's in one of the pages that I already filled out. And mine says kind-hearted and non-judgmental. I feel like someone who is sincere just like sweet there's certain women that i know that are just their heart is sweet like you you sense it but also they're non-judgmental i don't like to really surround and you know this because you're the same way we don't like to surround ourselves with people who gossip or sit in situations where people gossip or judge 
like I don't like being around someone and they're like looking at someone and they're saying negative things about her or him and like what they're wearing or what they're doing or how it's like if I'm close to the person who's, who's doing it I will say something yeah oh I know you I know you <laughs> it would. will bother them but but you also wouldn't actively like seek someone or like stick around with someone who's like that it's just a quality that I don't respect like if you spend yeah. your time either talking about people's misfortunes or just the way that they are it's like that's mean I don't I don't like mean nasty people I think that's it unless you want to answer more questions Khalid, is there anything else you would like to say before we bid you farewell until probably next year actually no I'm hoping to get you back on again I hope I just I hope I was a late guest and you were I appreciate you you coming out and I fed her because that was part of the bribe we got some chips and guacamole we're about to eat on and like no I really enjoy this I enjoy every time I'm hanging out with you so thank you for listening in and I hope you enjoyed this episode don't forget to like and follow this Muslim girl podcast on all social media platforms Instagram Facebook and Twitter as things change Other things stay the same, like Ohio Lottery scratch-offs. From small tickets to big tickets, from bright colors to flashy themes, there's something for everyone. Big wins make big stories, but it's the millions of small wins every day that make life-changing memories. And your biggest win will come by following the state-recommended safety protocols during this special holiday season. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes.